Hi, my name is Benjamin Wong, and welcome to Kid CEO, the podcast that inspires curious kids looking to start early in the world of business. This is Kid CEO. Hi, guys, welcome back to another episode of Kid CEO. So, today we're going to be talking about investments, primarily stocks. So, basically, an investment is when you put your money into something, hoping to get something back. An investment could be collecting coins, it could be collecting stamps, it could be giving some money to your little sister to start a company. Really, it could be anything. But today, in the first episode, we're going to be looking at stocks. Simply put, a stock is a piece of a company. So pretend company XYZ does phones and they want to introduce a new tablet, but they don't have the money to do that. So they have a pie, which represents their company, and they split it, they split a a small part of it into hundreds of millions, and they give it away to people called investors or traders, which could be anyone, and they pay, they give them money to do the new project, and then in exchange, they get a small part of the company. So depending on how the company does, the investor could get a lot of money back, or they could lose a lot of money. So because their share will go up and down depending on the value of the company. And also, those investors might get small dividends, which is like a small piece of money that if the company does very, very well, they can give some to the investors. And so the great part of stocks is there's no minimum age. A 6-year-old or 95-year-old could do it. Because how successful are you in stocks depends on how much you research, how much time you put in, how focused you are. So if a six-year-old spends six hours studying one stock and is so sure they can do it, they put in the stock and they can do really well. And a 50-year-old who's been trading stocks a long time just decides to gamble and put their money into a random stock, they could lose. So there's no age requirement and anyone can do it, and they all have the same chance. And so, for things to look at in a stock, um, there's like seven things I think that everyone should look at. So number one is how the stock is doing. So most companies that offer stock trading can give you like a database, and they offer charts and etc. So you can look at well, over the five years, how is the stock doing? Is it going up and down? Is it right now on a uphill streak, so it's going doing very, very good? Or is it going down since it first opened? So depending on that, but actually, I think both of them are good things. Because if the stock is going up, that means you know that they're on a trend. So if you buy it, chances are you can get more money. But if the stock is going down, but you believe and have faith in it, then you might buy it, and after a couple weeks, it might go back up, and it might make a lot of money. That's what Warren Buffett did. He bought Berkshire Hathaway, which was a textile company, and it was doing very, very bad. But he bought it and changed it. I'm not saying you should buy the entire company, but what he did, and took a company that was going down, and made it better. So also, number two, I think you should look at the stock's ratings. Analysts give lots of ratings that have a big effect on the stock price, but also give lots of good advice. But if a stock's, the analysts say that the stock's doing very, very bad and you should immediately sell it, don't 100% just go with whatever they say. 
I bought a stock last year, and a lot of people were saying to sell it. The buy to sell ratio was zero people bought it to two people selling it. People just wanted to get rid of it. So a couple months later, um, it was a China trade war, and the stock lost, like $3, let's say. But after that, after a stroke of good fortune, that stock actually almost tripled. Actually, it did triple. did more than triple. It went from $11 to over $34. And that was one of my best investments. But I think number three is that the stock, um, should, you should look at it as 52-week high. So, over, so each stock, they look at the best price over the last 52 weeks. So from there, you can see if it's, um, say, $10 52-week high, and it's $3. Well, that shows that it has potential to do good, and because it recently has done good. So you might want to buy it because of how well it has done in the past. But if it's a 52-week high, it's $10, and it's $10 right now, then you might, you might buy it because it's doing good, but you also might be a little hesitant because it's at its high, and I don't think there's one stock in the world that has never gone down. Stocks, when they reach their peak, they come down a little bit, no matter what. Even if it's 10 cents, it still comes down. So, depending on that, you might want to buy or not buy. So, number four is the current news related to it. And this is something that a lot of um, people giving stock advice don't really look at. But what happens in the world matters. Even if it's politics, anything that relates to that stock, it, ma it, it will change the stock. So if you're buying semiconductors, which is basically like chips that people put in the Xbox to make it run, or a chip that goes in your phone, anything that is technology-related that needs to run, runs on a chip. So if there's a China trade war happening right now, a lot of chips get made in China. So that stock might be not be doing so good because it's getting all these extra taxes and tariffs. Number five is its competitors. So going back to the semiconductors or the technology chips, that industry is very competitive. There's lots of major companies like Intel or AMD. They're very, very competitive. So you might not want to buy something like that and instead go for something else. It's a less competitive industry like a virtual reality or a biotech company that's newer and not as competitive. And also lastly, I think that everyone should look at the industry. So, going back to what I just said, certain industries tend to do better than others, and certain industries are less competitive than others. If there's a brand new company that's making hover crafts, like you can fly by yourself on like a bike, if that's a new company that's doing that, you might want to invest in that, because you know there's no one else doing that in that industry. So, from there, you can look at... Do I want to be part of technology? Because it's so much technology. Or do I want to be part of the hovercraft? And I think most people would go with the hovercraft. Unless you're really, really, unless you have a really good personal attachment to technology. And so the last thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is diversifying your portfolio. And I think most of you won't know what that means. But that's just to mean your portfolio is all the investments you have together. And so if you invest everything in... The t technology, so iPhones, tablets. So if you invest all your stuff in Apple and Samsung, then if the China trade war is out of hand, you might lose a lot of money. 
because it's all you have. And so if an event that to that affects that specific industry goes down, then you lose everything. But if you don't and have multiple, so if you have a AMD, so semiconductor and Instagram um, and multiple companies like that that are in different industries, then the chances of you losing big are less. But of course, in stocks, there's always risk and reward. There's always a chance that anything can happen. If you invest all in Apple and Samsung and the China taxes go down, then you all you win big everything. So you have a major win, but if something bad happens, you have a major loss. Whereas you could have one Samsung, one Intel, and you could win a little bit or lose a little bit. And so I think there's three main ways to diversify your portfolio. One of them is small, medium, and big cap. And this is the one I'm really a big fan of because I'm only 12, so I'm young. And I think I trust small caps because, well, I do lots of research. But small caps have potential to do big. Because small cap stocks are brand new. They have the smallest market cap, which is all the stocks put together. That's how much money it is. Small caps are smaller, so they have a chance to be big. Medium caps are also pretty good because it puts together big caps and small caps. So they're, they're not new, but they're not old. And then big caps are the big guys, like Apple, Samsung, um, Intel, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Snapchat, those are the big cap stocks. And those ones have less risk, but they have less chance to grow. And so you won't have as much making money as the small caps. You might lose a lot, but you can gain a lot. So that's, I think one definitely for a young person should definitely go for that. And the second one is types of assets. So I'll go over more different types of investments in the next episode. But you could have 10% of your portfolio be stocks. 20% be bonds, which I'll go over in the next episode. Um, 70% could be exchange-traded funds or mutual funds. And so if you can have whatever happens, you'll always some sort of be supported and get some sort of income. And so last thing is different industries. So going back to what I said earlier, you shouldn't have all of one company in your portfolio. You should have multiple industries. So whatever happens, you're always going to gain a little bit or lose a little bit. And you always have other stocks to support your overall income. So looking at all these three things, I think stocks is the most fun and the most profitable type of investment. Because there's always a high chance of losing a lot, but there's always that small little chance that you might, you might gain a lot. And for a young person, I think that we have the ability to lose a little bit, unlike other stock traders, it's their job. And if they lose a little, they won't be able to pay their mortgage and they'll lose their house. But as a young person, we don't have that many responsibilities and troubles that we need to worry about. So stocks are a sort of side thing where you can learn. So when you actually get to the point where you might have to rely on stocks, you already have experience and you don't worry about losing that much because you already have other stocks to support it. So after all that, I'm going to end the episode. And so I'll see you guys in the next episode, which is going to be about other investments like bonds and mutual funds. So see you guys next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Kids CEO is ready for you to listen every other Sunday at 12 a.m. with another exciting idea. To submit an idea for a future episode, contact Podcast at gmail.com. 
And to stay up to date, go visit our Instagram at KidsCEO Podcast. This is Benjamin Wong signing off. Have a productive and innovative week.